and for me. Let's pray together. Now, Lord, take my mind and think with it. Take my body and stand up in it. Take my mouth and speak through it. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Come on and put your hands together and let's praise the Lord. Come on, you can do better than that for his mercy, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Uh, we're in a sermon series called Walking in the Know, and we'll be looking at 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. So you should have your Bibles as we open up the Word of God. John chapter 2, 1 John chapter 2, uh, verse 3. Now by this we know that we know him. If we keep his commandments, he who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He he who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Our message uh, title is Knowing is Showing. Knowing is Showing, Living in the Know. Before I go into our text, for those of you who haven't been following us in 1 John, as we go through this book, I want you to take your time and begin at chapter 1 to help you understand more fully as we look at 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. Now let's go to work. We cannot say we know Jesus and then not obey him. That was the problem Apostle John was correcting in this letter. People were saying they knew God, but they were still living ungodly lives. Uh, they were saying they knew God, but still living like the world, talking like the world, and thinking like the world. There are three points from this text that we want to unpack to help us on our journey for living in the know. Don't forget we are students of the word and we write or we type what the Holy Spirit is saying to us, not just on paper, but on the tablets of our hearts. Are you, are you tracking with me? Because we have to walk in it. We have to live it. Point number one, write it down, connection produces imitation. Write it down, connection produces imitation. Verse three, by this we know that we have come to know, underline that word, we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Uh, how you uh, behave reflects how you've been with, who you've been with. Knowing and experiencing God's will results in obeying his commandments. When I was growing up, they used to say birds of a feather flock together. 
Show me your friends, and it will show me who you are. Uh, Mama would look at me, and she said, who you've been hanging with? I can tell who you've been hanging with by the people you've been around. Who are you hanging with? Uh, who is influencing you to reflect them, their behavior? Who's keeping you from a deeper encounter and experience with God that would expose to you to know him in a whole nother dimension of walking with him? God wants you to walk with him. Who are you imitating to be like? You want to be like them to be accepted. Who are you walking with that's dragging you down or will drag you down? Who are you pretending to be like to fit in? Come on, are you with me? There's a song titled The Great Pretender. <laughs> that's old school. Who are you connecting with that is producing a false you? A false you. Drawing you away from God. Drawing you away from God, uh, from, from God, uh, who God called you to be. See, the old Kenny, the old Kenny, uh, he, he, he had leadership in him. But I was leading people to hell. That's the old Kenny. But the new Kenny is a servant leader leading people to Christ, to eternal life. Uh, the world is going this way. Everybody's going this way, and God has called us not to follow the crowd where everybody is going, but if you look behind me, there's a cross. And so we have to, we have to swim upstream to the cross. I don't care if the whole world going this way. God is calling us to go this way toward him. No cross, no crown. The Bible says in Matthew 7, 13 and 14, and Jesus said, enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who going in by it because narrow is the gate and Difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Will you be the few to find it today? Knowing is showing. I, I, I want to go deeper. Let me build my case by looking at scriptures on imitation and let the word speak for itself. Third John, chapter 1, verse 11, John wrote, Dear friends, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Let me say it again. Third John chapter 1, verse 11. John wrote, dear friends, he called them friends, real friends. Dear friends, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Come on, students, write it down. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. We don't want you to be lazy, but to imitate those who, who through faith and patience inherited what has been promised. Hebrews 13, 13, 7. Remember your leaders. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. 
Remember your leaders and remember their, your leaders and imitate their faith. As a servant leader, we speak the word of God. We have faith in God. Who are you following? Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4.16, Paul said it in 1 Corinthians 4.16, I urge you to imitate me. I urge you to imitate me. Point number one, connection produces imitation. We cannot live like the world. Point number two, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. Verse four says, the one who says I have come to know him but does not keep his commandment is a liar. That's a strong word in the Bible, a liar. Uh, in other words, you're not telling the truth. And the truth is not in him. Here it is, write this down. You are lying to yourself. You, you, you're lying to yourself. Mm. In this text, there were people talking about the faith, but not walking in the faith. The Bible teaches that the kingdom of God is not just to be talked about, here's this word, but to be demonstrated. First, what are you talking about? Let me say that. Let me take my time. Let me take my time. What are you talking about? I mean, what are you really talking about? Think about it. What's your conversation all about? What does most of your conversation consist of? You ought to write this down. Think about it. Reflect about it. What does most of my conversation consist of? And in our text, Apostle John is saying as Christians, our talking, our conversation must line up with our walk. Boy, I feel like preaching. Somebody better hold me back. We are to walk like Christ walked. And if we're going to walk like Christ walked, we must talk like Christ talked. To live like Jesus lived. Are you here today? Are you catching this? To live like Jesus lived. To walk like Jesus walked. Here it is. We have to be a living sacrifice. We have to be a living sacrifice. Romans 12, 1, 2 says, uh, and Paul said, I urge you, I beg you, I beseech you. Brothers and sisters, this is from the NIV, it says, in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not be conformed to, I like this word, the NIV, it says pattern. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Think like Jesus. Think like Jesus. God, help me to think like you. Think like Jesus. Here it is. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Romans 12, 2 goes on to say that you may prove, show me, show me, that you may prove what is good, and acceptable and 
perfect will of God, pleasing and perfect will of God. These scriptures help us for point three, because knowing is showing, because knowing is showing. Here it is, point three, Jesus is our pattern. Jesus is our pattern. Write it down. Jesus is our pattern. First John chapter two, I read verse five and six, and I quote, but whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him or himself also walk just as he walked. We are to pattern, here it is, we are to pattern our thinking, our behavior, and the like after Jesus. Uh, that's what it means to be a Christian. So uh, let's break down that word abides. Let's break that word down, abides. And walk in this context with de definition uh, and scripture. Abide means to remain, to sojourn, or travel. It means to encamp. It means to sit down. Abiding means to dwell, to hope, to stay with. To give you the full context of abiding, you have to read John chapter 15, verses 4 through 12. I can't read all that, but if you really want to dig deeper, you turn to John 15, later homework, and read the whole entire 4 through, uh, two through a 12. I don't have time, but, but I have a few verses to, to support my case. Our def definition of abide from Jesus in verse 4, where Jesus says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Stay with me. Remain in me. Verse 5 says, I am the vine. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bear much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without him, we can do nothing. And God has is blessing Chapel of Change because we are remaining in him. And we expect much fruit. That's why we're putting up a tent because we we're believing for much fruit. Because if you abide in him, there's a promise. Huh. My God, help me, Jesus. And verse 6 says, Jesus tells us, what happened when we do not abide in him? Verse 6 says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire. You, will, you can ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. That's what Jesus said. And if you keep reading, you will see the blessing of obeying his commandments. There's a blessing when you obey his commandments when you walk with Christ. That's the question, will you walk with Christ? Let's close with, the, with defining walk. It means to advance by steps. Walk, don't, don't, don't try to get deep, let's just, just get practical. To advance by steps, to move along by putting one foot in front of the other. 
one step at a time. Walking is about a movement. Walking is about a movement. And God is about a movement. Look at Genesis. In the very beginning, they would walk with God in the cool of the day. I want to I want to walk with God in the cool of the day. One step after another. A uh, uh, walking is about a movement to advance or travel on foot at a moderate speed or pace. Here it is, write this down. Walking uh uh has a pulse. Walking has rhythm. We're talking about walking with Jesus through every season of life. That's why Psalm 23, 4 says, Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for you are with me, and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Romans 6, 4 says, We should also walk in the newness of life. Are you tracking with me? Are you walking with me? Let me close with this. In Ephesians 4, 1, Paul encouraged us to walk worthy of the calling with which you've been called. Write this down. I'm done. Walk in unity. Walk in love. Walk in the light. Here it is. Walk in wisdom. Let me say it one more time. I'm done. Walk in unity. Walk in love. Walk in light. Walk in wisdom. Today is your day. Knowing is showing. It's your time. It's your moment to pick up the pace and walk with Jesus to live in the know. I pray that this message has been spoken to your heart, to your spirit. And would you pause for a moment and listen to that still, small voice. It's a gentle whisper, even now. There's a gentle whisper calling your name. And as you listen to the Holy Spirit, as you're reflecting, our pastor is going to come and give us additional instructions. And we turn it over to our pastor. God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord and 